Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. self-esteem. C.S. Lewis once said that humility doesn't mean that we think less of ourselves, but that we think of ourselves less. God isn't wanting us to think less of ourselves, to view ourselves as being less capable or less talented, less than the people around us. That's not the point. The point is that we need to shift our focus away from ourselves and focus on Him. How big of a role does God and His Word play in your life? Do you read scriptures daily to continually grow in God so you can know His will and do it every day? He wants your entire life to be focused on Him and devoted to living how He wants you to live. What has the most important place in your heart? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 16 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus is saying to us, blessed, oh how happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs and theirs alone is the kingdom of heaven. He says, we won't find anybody. There won't be anybody in heaven who is not poor in spirit. There won't be anybody in the family of the Lord Jesus, in the family of God who is not poor in spirit. All children of God are poor in spirit. And we'll look at that again in just a minute. I think you'll see what I'm saying. But, you know, it's a problem for us because our culture values self-reliance, self-confidence, ambition, You know, we put those things up high and then we're taught if you want to be successful, well, then you need to focus on success. You need to appear successful. You need to be assertive. You need to, you know, be constantly reminding yourself and your self-talk needs to be about how capable you are, how awesome you are, whatever. You need to dress like a successful person if you want to be successful. You need to go out and lease yourself a BMW, a Lexus, a Mercedes. You need to appear successful to other people if you want to become successful. You need to educate yourself. You need to work hard, you know, work to be the very best at what you do and work harder than everybody else and push yourself harder than anybody else. But then as Christians, we're taught to value humility and poverty of spirit. So how do you reconcile those two things. The drive, the need in our world, you know, we have to earn a living, right? I mean, none of us wants to be unsuccessful, right? Anybody in here have that as a goal? The goal of my life, I just want to be the the most unsuccessful person in Miami. That's absurd. Of course not. It's natural, right? And it's actually commendable because you see the Bible actually commends working hard, being faithful, being diligent, making the most of the time that you have on earth. 
How do we reconcile these two things? The call to be humble and poor of spirit, the need to be successful to provide food for our families and so forth. And if one must be poor in spirit to inherit the kingdom of God, how do you become poor in spirit? Does it require material poverty as well? Do you have to be poor in material things in order to be poor in spirit? No. No. The issue is our self-esteem. C.S. Lewis once said that humility doesn't mean that we think less of ourselves, but that we think of ourselves less. God isn't wanting us to think less of ourselves, to view ourselves as being less capable or less talented, less than the people around us. That's not the point. The point is that we need to shift our focus away from ourselves and focus on him. It needs to be about him. If whatever he's done in my life, he had a reason for it, he had a purpose for it. And the purpose is not about making me more comfortable, helping me to get fat and happy. It's about the gift that he intended to give through me to the people in my circle, to my world. Does that make sense? A person can be the world's best in their field of expertise and yet also be poor in spirit. The same Bible that tells us that God values this poverty of spirit, as I said a minute ago, it tells us that he values diligence and hard work. And he actually tells us that if we're faithful and we're diligent and we apply ourselves and we work hard, that the result of that will be prosperity. But then he also tells us that if your focus is prosperity, that's a trap. He needs to be the focus. You've given me abilities. You've given me skills. You've given me opportunity. I live in the United States of America. You know, some of you did not grow up here. You grew up in places where there was nothing like the kind of opportunity that we have in the United States. Do you give thanks to him for that from here? You know, the opportunities, whatever they are. Do you thank him? Do you recognize? Yes, I'm no more deserving than these people who don't have the kinds of opportunities that I've had. I'm no more deserving than these people. You know, I think about this sometimes, you know, because when you encounter people who are born mentally handicapped in whatever way, and there are all kinds of different ways, but they're never, ever going to be the CEO of some corporation. They simply do not have the intellectual capacity to do that. You're no more deserving than them. You're no more valuable than they. Do you see what I'm saying? Sometimes we joke about it. Maybe we shouldn't. You know, yeah, but, I mean, God just loves me more. We know as we say that, that that's not true. You know, when we were saying it tongue in cheek, God does not love me more than the guy who has nothing, no talent, no ability, no capacity, no opportunity. He's going to be virtually destitute for his whole life unless somebody takes pity on him and adopts him. You guys with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Perspective, poverty of spirit. I deserve nothing and yet I have everything. He didn't owe you anything. God doesn't owe anyone breath. God doesn't owe anyone talent. He doesn't owe anyone anything. But because of his great love with which he loves us. You know, it strikes me, the Bible even says that a person who is very good at his work will eventually become famous. Do you understand that pursuing fame is a deadly trap? I even see it sometimes among Christians that they'll treat Christians who try to push themselves toward the front, you know, to be seen, to be recognized, to get the approval of people. 
pats on the back and, you know, even in the small circles, you know, to be, what's the saying, big fish in a small pond. But Proverbs twenty two twenty nine says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Work hard. Apply yourself. Be diligent. Absolutely. But do it out of gratitude as a steward, as a servant that recognizes, I didn't deserve any of this. You've been so good to me. I want to bring glory to your name. I want everybody to see that I've done the best I could with what you've given me. I've talked to you guys about, you know, we have a responsibility, we being this church, Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, to maximize the resources that he's given us, you know, to get the most out of what he's entrusted to us, individually and corporately. This building gets used all day, every day. I went in my office this morning. I don't usually even try to use my office. I, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even go in there. Today, I thought I needed about 15, 20 minutes with the message before the service started. I opened the door and all the furniture had been moved and it was full of air mattresses and sleeping bags and luggage and just piled into the corner. We've got a team here from a college that all this week, they're staying at the church, getting training from George Vatia how to take a stand against human trafficking and how to recognize, even on their college campus, the dangers and so forth. We'll have something like 200 college students from secular colleges, not Christian college students, but 200 college students staying here between now and the end of March, working, just trying to maximize. God has blessed us, just trying to maximize the resources that he's given us to be faithful, to be diligent, but not to build a kingdom for ourselves, just to be faithful to him. You know, if you take the time to consider what the gospel accounts reveal to us about the apostle Peter, Peter doesn't appear to have been lacking in self-confidence or any of that. He was bold, you know, right before Jesus was crucified, when the Lord told the 12, one of you is going to betray me. And they were all like, is it me? Lord, is it me? Except for Peter. Peter was like, these guys might let you down, but I got your back. There's no way I would ever betray you. You remember what Jesus said to him? You're not even going to make it till morning. You're going to deny me three times before daybreak tomorrow, before the rooster crows. You'll deny me three times. Peter was very self-confident. Peter was very self-assured. And Peter had to learn that he was just as capable of failure as anybody else. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time as you tune in? As we continue to produce programs and spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.